Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. I decided to go on a walk today, which was much needed. I'm trying to get back at it. I don't know about y'all, but quarantine gave me every excuse in the world to drop every sort of consistency I had around movement. Uh Yes. And a full year later, (laughs) I am doing the things and third day in a row walking. I did my first Peloton bike ride in months yesterday. And I was literally like eight minutes in and was like, I don't think I can finish this, but I kept going. I rode with Allie Love. If you guys are Peloton people or bike people, if you've taken any of her classes, I swear, she just makes you feel so good about yourself. And so I just kept going and I'm so happy I did. I'm really sore today, but it was nice. It felt really good. But we're not talking about workout stuff today. I'm super excited. I think it's been a while since I feel like we've done an episode like this where there was a small tweak that we made inside our business, inside one of our programs, and it was uber effective. Would you say uber effective? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like kind of sure. blew me away how much of a difference it actually made. And so it's been now almost a year since we made the change, because I know there were two phases of the change. But I want to talk to you guys about it today, because I know that so many of you are offering services, packages, and there are deliverables inside of those packages that don't cost you any money, but they cost your time. And we know like firsthand that those are sometimes the easiest things to add into a package to add value, because your time is incredible. And... (laughs) There are also instances where I want you to reevaluate what those deliverables are and whether that thing is actually effective for you, but your clients as well. Yeah. I think sometimes when we make these shifts, it may feel like you're taking things away from people, but you're actually giving them the urgency they need to step up to their own plate and do the work. Yep. Yep. And I feel like that is very illustrative of what happened with the changes we've made. We could have kept doing it the way we were doing it and nothing was wrong with that. But we just felt like there was a tweak that needed to be made to call people to action in a bigger way. And to honor our time as well. Like I want to address that as being a big factor in the decision. I think oftentimes we feel married to the offers that we have because like Abby's saying, we don't want to change it. We feel like we're taking away. But the biggest lesson that I've learned in offering services or coaching of any kind 
I, as the creator, don't get to dictate the thing that's going to make a difference for someone. Absolutely. Or when they take action or how often or how quickly or how big or whatever it might be. And not only do I not get to dictate that, but I also don't have to equate that with how good the program is or how good I am. And that was a huge lesson. I think you and I started to learn that and unpack that honestly in like 2018 when we were kind of going evergreen for the first time. I don't think we realized, like I feel like a big mirror was shown in our faces of how so much tied our worth that we had tied with the results of our students or the engagement of our community or whatever it might be. And so I think this was one of those you know, phase three decisions that we took to continue to sever the ties of our worth with your guys's results. But the interesting thing is when we did that, I feel like the results got better. Yes, that's what I was going to say, where I was like, oh, shit, as soon as I took my ego out of it, oh, I yeah. begin to see and y'all begin to see. Well, and because and I don't like saying this, but I think it's necessary because you guys are going to go through the same thing. You are going to have moments in time where you have your own limiting beliefs. Yes. And when you see someone else doing something, you make judgment on what you think they're capable of or what you think you're capable of if you were in their shoes. And that can affect their results. Yeah. And I feel like once we've kind of removed ourselves more and more from what they're doing, I've been blown like, away. Like literally yesterday... Well, actually, even this morning, it's kind of been like an ongoing thing. So some of our students will really like take us into their business and they will share all of these nitty gritty details, which I love. And Christina has been negotiating for a big event with Amazon, actually. And, you know, we want her to win the bid. We want her to get the, the event. We want her to follow through with all of that. And so hearing kind of her steps and her logic, and we're not trying to step in and tell her how to do things differently. We're just trying to like seal the deal on these little details for her. And, you know, I feel like if this same situation had come up even a year ago, I would have potentially put some breaks on what I thought was possible for her. And that's stupid. <laughs> like, and now just like watching the things she's done and knowing, you know, even though she is a super small shop and she just got started and she just was able to quit and do this full time. She's already won bids for virtual events with Apple and other incredible companies. And that like, it's just testament to me that it doesn't matter where you're at in your journey. Like you can do incredible, amazing things. Yeah. So I want to walk through the logistics of offering a package, a service, a product for over a year, for over two years, nearly three, three years. years. And then deciding, oh, there's something I need to tweak about it, both for the betterment of me and how my life and business is different now but also for the betterment of my client and my student. So literally, how do you go about not only making that decision to kind of identify if something feels off, how do you identify what it is and how to change it? But then how do you communicate those changes? And how do you kind of 
continue a pulse on measuring is the way that I changed it the right way? And, and what do I need to go about doing it? And so we get asked quite a bit in our groups and our course programs where people have a service or a product or something out there that they want to, it's typically around price, like the price is changing. And so they feel like there has to be this drastic level of communication about why the price is different, why it's changing, when it's changing, what's happening. And while I'm not going to get into the strategy of how you could use price changings to your benefit, because that's a different story, but I want to let you guys know, like you don't owe an explanation to literally anyone, not even current clients, about changes that you're making in your product. What you do owe is communication. And I think there's a big difference in saying what is changing. And if you want to say why, because I also believe in spinning the why into a positive, and here's the amazing benefits of why this is happening, but never having to justify your choice as the creator of that thing. So I want to make that clear, like right off the bat. But the thing that we wanted to change involves our signature program, the Strategy Academy. And it was launched first in 2017. Is that right? Is it almost four? Yeah. Yeah. We launched it in June of 2017. And the just a very, very like high level view. It's a program that's intentionally built to take you over the course of the first two years of your business or scaling to six figures within two years of your business. It's taking you from, I have no idea what to offer to identifying that offer, getting it out there, getting content built around it, scaling it pivoting it, growing it, growing a team. Like there are so many different components. It's it's a business package, right? It's it's the evolution of your business across, over the years. And it comes with the modules and there's bonuses. You can definitely find more at mystrategyacademy.com if you're wanting to like really pick apart what's in it. But one of the bonuses that comes with it is coaching. And we are huge fans of group coaching over one-on-one coaching. And that I feel like could be a whole nother episode of why we find the benefits of that. But we wanted to offer group coaching. And so when we first launched it back in 2017, the kind of verbiage was you get group coaching for life. And we're going to hop in once a month in the community. It's live. We're answering your questions. Whatever questions you have, you can bring to the table and you get that for life. Now, obviously, you guys know that's not actually for life. Like, we have it in our terms where it's like for the life of this program. Like, if we decide to shut this program down, like, we don't owe you anything for that because it is a bonus. You're getting that as an extra. The thing that you're actually paying for is the curriculum. That piece is an extra bonus. We had it as a lifetime for two years? Because I think we made our first change at the start of 2020. The first phase was changing it to just a year. Yeah. And then we changed it again. Yeah. So I think the big shift, I think there's multiple components here. One, we were listening to a lot of what other entrepreneurs were doing at the time. And so when we were constructing what our bonuses were, when we launched our program, we were basing our bonuses off of what we saw other coaches and entrepreneurs were doing in their programs and modeled a similar kind of experience because we're not idiots, you guys. Like we're going to do what works. (laughs) We're going to do what works and we're going to pay attention to 
not necessarily competition because I don't think there's no. we don't really have an apples to apples comparison with any other program out there. In my opinion, it's very different. But I do know if you're in the space where you're like seeking education, you are kind of looking at, well, I could do this or I could do this. And we didn't want to cause you to like not look at our program because we didn't offer X. And I think that was a motivating factor yeah, for me. I think that a big thing to think about in any time and space is what is commonplace in your industry? What are expectations yeah. that your buyers might have? Unspoken look- or not. Unspoken, yes. Unspoken expectations that your buyers might have when shopping your thing. And this is true with any industry. You guys know us, photographers or designers or planners or whatever it might be that, oh, my client expects, here's another example. As a photographer, right? When I was creating my packages, everyone says that they want digital images. And this was back, you know, this is 10 years ago. Everyone says they want that. Which now they definitely do. Which but. now they definitely do. But every, <laughs> back then it was, social media wasn't as huge. Like Facebook was still new, whatever. Everyone said at the time, I want digital images. And honestly, at that time it was a disc, a CD of images. I want the CD of images. I know as a photographer, that's not what you actually want. You want them printed. You want them in a book. You want them hanging on your wall. I know what you actually want. But you say that you want digital images because that's what everyone right now is saying that they want. So what I made sure to do was I included digital images in my package that included the things that I actually knew that you want. It was an add-on bonus to things that you were actually paying for, like canvas or prints or albums or whatever. And I would throw in the digital images on top of that. I didn't create a package that only included digital images because that's all you would get. Right. Well, and I think that's a mistake I see people making today where they, in this specific instance, it's it's so funny you bring it up because now, you know, when we started our business, all of that felt really relevant. And now I'm like, I don't even really know what people expect these days. So that's a whole nother story. (laughs) But I do think it's important to acknowledge, don't offer what people think they want. You need to offer what you know they need. And then you might offer as a bonus or like an icing on top what they think they need. And that's the reason they decide to move forward. But that's not really what they're getting because what they're getting is what they need. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Did my code make sense there, you guys? So we started to see over the, you know, after maybe a year and a half of the program being in existence, that the attendance of coaching was like going down drastically like the physical bodies who were there were lessening and also the conversations when we were in the coaching was just not that great. Like people didn't know what to ask, so they weren't asking anything. So we tried a couple, a handful of different ways. We tried creating like a survey form to submit to where people could submit their questions throughout the month and we would reference that form. And that worked for a little bit, but we're trying to figure out if I'm going to spend my time with you, I want it to be super effective for you. And it got to be, and I think this, you know, I'll toot my own horn. I'm really proud of myself for recognizing that I was starting to hit a wall where I was resenting the program. But instead of let's shut down the program, I don't want to offer this anymore. 
I said, okay, what about it am I not actually liking? And is there something that I can change? And what I was starting to feel is, man, Abby and I are spending an hour and a full hour offering coaching every single month, but I don't think it's benefiting everyone. What could we actually do about it? Because that starts to begin to feel not only a waste of time for me, but for our students as well, where if they're not going to find a benefit, they're not going to come. And I drastically want the benefit to be there. So I brought the idea to the table of instead of saying lifetime access to coaching, let's just cap it at a year. Let's just like you get 12 months, you get 12 calls. That's what you get. We're going to take you through a full year. So we made the change on the sales page. We made the change in a webinar. We didn't really feel like we needed to email or communicate too drastically in the group because so many people who had bought it forever ago like weren't coming to the calls anyways. So like it didn't really matter. So we did that. Did we do that for a year before we changed it again? Or was it just like... It was either... I think it was more like six to nine months. Yeah. It might have been a year. Here's the thing though. It's easy to say we made a change because we were feeling burnt out, blah, blah, blah. And we weren't seeing it as effective. But I think when we made this secondary change, not only did we make a change that to some people might seem pretty drastic, but we changed almost everything about how the call works. Right. Because of doing it together, I think it's not only made it more effective, but more people show up, more people get more benefit out of it. And the results of our students speak for themselves. Yes. So what we then did, you know, eight months or so into saying, okay, we're going to offer it for a year. I think we, we were realizing this wasn't enough of a change. And honestly, I was, again, getting closer and closer to that wall of burnout where I was like, Abby, every time we sell this program, we're committing ourselves to a year of doing this. Is that something we want to do anymore? You guys know that for the past nearly two years now, we're on the mission of simple, easy, fun, right? And that didn't begin to feel simple, easy, fun for me anymore. Committing to something every single time something sells for a year is a big ask of you and of your client or customer. So I said, okay, I want to be drastic and I want to make it a big difference. And so I said, instead of a year, we're going to offer three months only, 90 days of intention, action-focused, single goal focused coaching. And so what we've seen in the course of selling this program is that the most questions, because the biggest breakthroughs happen, are in the first three modules. And that first one in particular, there's a lot of life-changing experiences that happen from the first couple of exercises within module one. So I said, okay, if that's where people need the most assistance, then that's where we need to be showing up for them. Because if they can get past that, if they can go through that, they can get through the rest of the program and we'll still be there in the community to help them. But this is where they really need the most handholding. Okay. So what does that look like? What is the actual number one question people have from module one? What's the number one question people have from module two and from module three? So what we did was say, okay, now it's 90 day coaching. And in, in call one, we're going to focus on this. And what that thing is for our program, just to give you some insight, is identifying what your actual MVP is. We're going to help you through that. We're going to knock it out in that first month of call. The second one is more content focused. And the third one is a little bit more like systems and scaling and and getting a little bit further. So if we're going to do that, 
that needs communication, right? We can, yes, we can change the words on our sales page, on our webinar, whatever, but identifying or letting our people know inside the community, hey, here's the new expectation for how the calls are going to go on the same platform. Oh, another change that we did that I just remembered, we changed our Zoom webinar coaching to a Zoom meeting. Yeah. And so there was like a whole bunch of little things we changed that I think also really aided to the it being more effective. So one, the call is a, quite a bit more focused. We're focusing on a single subject. Not that you can't come in with any questions. We definitely have people who come in with a whole variety of questions based on where they're at in their business. But to make it feel more intimate, we changed it from Emily and I just being the only ones on this screen to the meeting format where y'all just literally pop in like we're in a normal Zoom meeting room. We still broadcast it to the group. So there's replays for life in the group. However, we want people to be interacting with us. And we found that by and large, people could like type a question in the comments, but they couldn't give us enough context around what they were doing or putting out into the world that we could give them a really thoughtful answer. And so by them hopping on video and actually communicating with us, like we're sitting next to each other at a coffee shop, they can give us a ton of background in a couple of minutes that's going to allow us to way more effectively be able to give them ideas on next steps. And because of this, it's also more specific to what they're doing and going through Whereas I see so many people trying to give you one size fits all advice. This is what you need to be doing. This is how you need to be showing up. We could be talking about the same kind of stage of business and have three people pop on. And I would tell them, like, I've literally done this on a call. Like one person came on, we were talking about their business. And then I was like, okay, you need to be focusing on Instagram. Here's kind of a content game plan. Here's what I would focus on. The next person popped on. She told me what she was selling. And I was like, drop social media. <laughs> yep. And she was like, really? Like you just went on like a whole thing. And I was like, it's different. But here's why. And here's why this is more relevant to your industry. And I can only give that super specific and detailed advice if I can get to know you. And by creating this new environment, that really helped. But I think what also kind of really amped it up was we worked on how can we better communicate about the calls? Like, even though we have a consistent schedule, we just felt like a lot of people were missing it. And so you can actually sync a Google calendar to your, wherever your calendar is at, and you're going to have automatic meetings with the link and time already set up and it's going to auto convert to your time zone. So we found that was really helpful. We're still posting the events in our Facebook group, but we're also sending out email reminders to our people so that they know that this is happening. And those are things that we don't, we don't necessarily have to do for our students. It's a bonus. Like if they don't show up, that's on them. But we were like, how can we make this more effective and easier for people to make the time? And I think those little tweaks, while they do take time for our business to do and while it takes time away from other projects, I think having those consistent built-in reminders has really helped more people attend. And last time it was like, 
whoa, there's a lot more people Mm -hmm. on this call, which is amazing. But they've still managed to feel really intimate. And so we can get really specific with who we're advising and how we're going about that. Well, and this kind of goes back to our love of group coaching. One of the reasons why is because you might come to the call not absolutely knowing not what to ask, like at all. And yet someone pops in the chat, we get them on camera, they unmute themselves, they explain their story, we go into a strategy. Nine times out of 10, we're going to talk specifically to that person's business, their goals, and where they're at. And then the back half of that answer is, okay, for the rest of you, here's how that might work, or here's how that might look, or here's what you would change if this is your business, or this is you, or whatever. So you're going to get a benefit just from listening to someone else's response. And the amount of times we've seen comments go through of someone who's never unmuted themselves, but they come every time and they're like, that was so helpful, or, oh, this was a good idea, and I'm going to take this piece of it. I think that is so important and so valuable. Yeah. And I think additionally, what's really helped with having a shorter time period around this is we know that if people are going to see success long-term with the program, they have to start taking action right away. And by structuring the calls the way we do, you need to like jump in and do the work and show up not only for yourself, but for the whole community. And if people really excel in these first couple of areas, I find that Strategy Academy becomes a reference tool for them as their business grows. They're going to get to a certain point where they're creating more consistent, sustainable income, which is the goal, I might add. Mm -hmm. And that looks different for everybody. For some people, it's they want to make 500 a month and other people want to make 5,000 a month. Regardless, they get to a sustainable place. And then when they hit a new roadblock or they're ready to scale or pivot, or they have a question about a very specific thing, or they're wanting to look back and reflect, we have tools built into the program that are designed to help you kind of take on that next stage take on that next step or reflect on where you've been and see where you can improve. And I think that becomes really powerful. Whereas most other programs out there that I see, you're going to use them, you're going to breeze through them, you're going to take action and hopefully get some results. But then as you grow, there isn't really, it becomes obsolete where it's not necessarily something you can reference or come back to. It's just that tool that got you through a period of time, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I really loved being able to take someone who's been in our program a while and then they come up with something new and they're like, is there something I can go look at or what? I know you mentioned XYZ on a call before. Where do I find that in the program? And being able to come in and say, there's a tool that already exists for you. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart. 
including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I absolutely loved the changes. It was an immensely like quick turnaround for how I was feeling about the program. You know, I, I've said a couple times where I was like getting to that burnout wall. And as soon as, oh, I feel this is valuable for y'all, then I mean, I would do it all day long. And so as soon as I start to see we've structured this in a way that's actually effective, that's part of me doing my job is finding how to structure and tweak this program for it to actually be effective. I think that that's, it's crucial as the creator of whatever the thing is that you're offering for you to have a pulse on what it is that your people actually need and then to feel confident in making those changes. You don't have to create an entirely new program. You don't have to change the price as in lower it if you're tweaking the content. You don't have to do any of that. But what are the things that are small that you can make changes to, to make it more effective for your people and better for you. Right. Well, and if anything, while the content has stayed the same, because truly we believe the foundation of any good business is the same. 
regardless of what you're selling, we know that as you start to get into growth strategies, that that becomes an individualized thing. And if anything, while we do offer it only in a three-month increment, we are doing it that way because we have so much more experience than we did four years ago. Our business is so much larger and we've grown other businesses on the side of that. We use, I think somewhere in the intro, we say nine businesses. I've lost count. I think it's more than that at this point. But we've been in so many different industries that I think it really helps that aspect. And we've also come in contact with so many different students mm-hmm. where we've we may not have been in your shoes, but we've walked a previous student through that process and seen what's worked for them and can garner kind of information yeah. because of that. Well, and here's the secret. Here's the spoiler alert. You can get more than three calls if you keep coming. There's oh, yeah, actually nothing actually changed. We were offering lifetime coaching Surprise! once a month <laughs> in the group via Zoom since the start of this program. It might have been through Google Hangouts at the very beginning, but the platform may be changed, but the actual system hasn't changed. And so I want you to see as the creator of packages or services or offers or programs that wording it in a way that's more effective for your people has a bigger difference in what the actual thing is. Yeah, because you learn really quickly if you come to a couple of calls that you can just keep coming. (laughs) We don't kick you out of the group. And so you see the link in the group, just come to the call. And we're not going to be like, this is your fourth call. Bye. Get out of here. No, I would love for you to come. But the action, the intent, and the focus is within those first three. Right. And the cool part is we have people who've been around a long time, but they keep seeing the value. And so they keep showing up and they might be a little quieter because they don't necessarily need the same. But they say it, sir. And this was so funny to me. Like they might not say anything. Yeah. But it serves as they're like, Oh, nope. Here's your monthly focus. Like get back into taking Mm -hmm. your business seriously, get back into maybe testing this new thing over here, or here's a different way to look at it. It serves as their kind of just like pep talk nudge every single month. Well, and if anything, this is just a testament to like, you can change nothing and yet everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because like she's alluding to, nothing about what we're doing is different. The way we market it is different. The way we've like structured the call is a little bit different. But the, like the actual action of showing up every month it's is the exactly same. the same. And it's like truly been a lot more effective. I feel like there was this period of time right at the beginning where people were getting amazing results because it was hot, it was fresh, it was new. And then it was like after a bit, things started to slow down. And not that I don't think people were getting results. People were still getting results, but just not in the like same level of I was getting excited. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And right now it just feels like, I'm watching these people live their lives and build their businesses. And I'm like invested (laughs) in what they're doing in a really big way. And it's been really exciting because I just, I think part of it is that I felt distance. Maybe that's it. Maybe that it was like, I felt less connected to what these people were doing because 
they weren't doing their part in the connection, you know, like they were going through the content and doing the work, but they weren't showing up for the community in that way. And so we were less involved with what are they up to? What is working? What is going for them? And now because we've rebooted it in this way, we have more attachment to our students and we're able to get deeper into what they're doing and way more invested in the results they're getting because we watch them make that first pitch or sell that first package or turn in their slip to leave their job or bring home their husband hugely because of COVID or whatever. Yeah. We were there through the process with them personally I think the more you are connected, and this is more for like courses, but I think similarly with services, you can almost create an environment where you've become obsolete to the process. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to go down that road, do it. I think people make very effective businesses out of being obsolete to their own business. But I know myself enough to know that I thrive and I am a better teacher when I get the feedback. Because if I don't hear the follow-up, I don't I'm like, did my advice work? Like right. I start questioning my authority. Right. And part of that is just unlearning, again, untying your ego from their results. But yes. a big part of it is the actual like, It's not that we have to be in the trenches with you, but if we know what your questions are, we know how to serve you. And I don't know how to show up for you if I don't know what you need. And the only way I can know what you need is if you speak up, if you show up, if you give examples, if you ask questions. And so it's our job, though, to create an environment where it's easy and enticing for you to do that. And that's the piece that we weren't doing well leading up to it. And so those changes created an environment to make that happen for you guys, which helps us show up better. So it's just this circle of effectiveness. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You know, if you're starting to feel disconnected, I do think you need to gut check at the door. Like, is it because your ego is talking and you're not getting XYZ feedback. And so you're having all this self doubt? Or is it that you have become out of touch with what your customer needs or your client needs? And so then you don't know how to serve them. Kind of in the same way Emily is talking about photography. Not that she couldn't still teach about photography today, but she is so far removed from that industry. And a decade ago, how people interacted with technology, literally, it's just different. Right. Yeah, I'm not that far. I don't feel like I'm that far from photography because I I mean, I hire photographers all of the time. Sure, 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 sure. But I think what's hard for me to understand the line is, am I a ex-professional photographer client or a normal human being client? Because my needs as an ex-photographer client who has a lot of creative connections is different than someone else, right? So like I've only ever paid for digital images in the last five years of hiring photographers for our family or for my business because I knew I could do stuff with it. Right. Well, and that's just an example of like 
maybe poor example, but the thought being like, if you wanted to put out a course today about photography, you might have to reimmerse yourself in that industry in a different way to get more in touch with the average client need. Right, right. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Right. Like, I just think this is just an example of you can't stop learning and you can't stop evolving because my job today versus my job four years ago, it's not even remotely the same. Like what I do on a day-to-day basis, how I serve my people, how I show up in my business, what I do on a day-to-day basis is not the same, but I still have to make efforts to stay close to certain aspects so that I can serve people well. And if anything, we wanted this to be an opportunity for you to evaluate what products and services do you currently offer? And is there a tweak that you can make that is mutually beneficial to you as the creator? Because while we didn't change anything about the amount of time we're spending on any of it, I think you and I both leave the call more empowered, feeling more excited. Like perhaps have our own ideas. Well, and it changed if we did want to for some reason, which we don't. If we wanted to shut it down, we only have three months of commitment instead of a year or lifetime or whatever. And so that's much easier of reevaluating our needs as the owner of the thing than it was before, which just gives me so much freedom. Whether I want to use that or not, it's irrelevant. It's there though. Right. And then I think similarly, how can you look at tweaking your product or service to better serve your client or customer? Because in the same way, if we just shouted from the rooftops all the time, well, you can just keep coming for life. It wouldn't be effective because people need the sense of urgency. People need to know that they have to get their booty there and show up for themselves And so what is something in your business where maybe you're enabling poor behavior from your client or customer? I'm not saying that you don't want to make things easy for them, but like, is there something you're doing that's actually holding them back from getting better results? I think, and just to give one example, and we can wrap this up, something I caught myself doing as a client of someone else's is... I knew it was hurting me, but it was also hurting them in the sense of like them being able to do their job well. I, for some reason, am just like super chill and flexible when it comes to like stuff for my side business, right? Like there's no sense of urgency. Get to it when you get to it. Like it's easy. It's light. It's fun. It's no big deal. And if I'm paying you to do a thing, I expect it to be done like in a relatively normal time space, a reasonable amount of time. But what I was finding that I was doing, and I was just being so nonchalant and chill, it's just like, oh yeah, no big deal. Oh yeah, I get to it. Oh yeah, it's totally fine. Like, just let me know. I wasn't setting proper boundaries or expectations from the person I was paying money to do this thing. So then it would be like, well, why don't I have that thing yet? Or you're just taking forever on this thing because I wasn't communicating any of that. And they weren't communicating it either, but I was setting up a space for us to both just be like, oh, we'll put it on the back burner over and over and over again. And so I, as the client, needed to change that behavior. Yeah, this is just relationship 101, (laughs) 
unspoken expectations uh-huh. are a really good way of ruining uh-huh. any relationship. Uh-huh. If you instead were a very good communicator, and sometimes you forget, like sometimes you're like, oh, I just want them to know. I I saw this thing. Uh, this is more on, I know I throw in like marriage advice on the <laughs> random, but whatever. I'm going to do it anyway. Someone was like, if he wanted to, he would. Like they keep saying that on TikTok. We all have seen it. Okay. But then someone's like, if he knew you wanted him to, he would. Yes. <laughs> and yes. so like yes. you have to no tell the mind what- reader. God. So like, if you want a surprise on your birthday, God damn it. Like <laughs> drop some hints, like say, you know, it'd be really nice if I think this is why I'm married to the man I'm married to, because we were going on this trip after he graduated from his master's. And I was like, man, this would be the perfect trip to get engaged on. We're going to be in Europe. We're going to be in Paris. It's going to be so I was literally in the middle of complaining to him about why we weren't engaged when he popped the question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should be naggy. And no, here's something I did recently. So my grandpa used to start the coffee pot for my Nana every night before he went to bed. He didn't drink an ounce of coffee, like none of it. But he would like clean out the pot, clean out the beans, set it all up, set the timer before he would go to bed. So she would have it in the morning. And I just love that. I think that's so cute. And it's amazing. And I'm the coffee fiend. Brian doesn't drink any of the coffee we have here at home. He will make me coffee. If I wake up in the morning, I'm like, can you make me some coffee? He will do it 100%. In my head, I was like, man, why isn't he doing it the night before? Like if he just set it all up the night before, it'd be so much easier in the morning. I wouldn't have to ask. It would just be done. Like all the stuff I would just love every morning if he were to make my coffee. I was like, okay, how about instead of just like hoping that he catches on in the years, I just tell him, hey, it'd be really, really cool if every morning you made me coffee. Every morning. Not just the mornings I ask, but every single morning. And he's like, got it. Okay, great. Because I'm going to do it when you ask me. So now how about I just do it? So now I get coffee made every single morning. Well, and like oftentimes if we set up the like the why, like for you, I think a lot of it's sentimental. Like could you make your own coffee? Obviously you make 17 cups. (laughs) I know how. But I know the relationship you have with your grandmother and your grandfather. And when you lost him, like how hard that was for you. And I'm sure just a little teeny gesture is just like, whether it's, you know, just a a side thing or a bigger thing for you or not, it's just this unspoken, like you feel loved because you watch that love as a child. Well, and my love language is acts of service. So just like do literally everything for me. But really, but really. So I work with Emily, who's acts of service. My husband is acts of service, and I am not. I like to sit on my ass and do nothing. I don't do nothing, by the way, but (laughs) I would like to. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you found this episode helpful. I'm excited to see what tweaks you make that, like, may feel a little risque for you, like, make you a little bit uncomfortable. But honestly, I think most of the time, those little tweaks are the things that are going to make the biggest difference for your clients and customers. They're going to make you love your product more, and you're going to get better results for people. Yep. If you are still in the camp of, I don't even know what to offer, and I would love this amazing kick-ass community that you guys keep talking about, doors are open to Strategy Academy. So check it out at mystrategyacademy.com. If you have any questions about the program, literally whatsoever, don't hesitate to send us a DM over on Instagram at Boss Project.
Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.